Hi, Rod Rorick, Rorick Knows Podcast, and YouTube. Welcome back. Again, we're helping you to be a better you. And today we're talking about innovative technology and, and techniques that help you look better non-surgically. And great to have David Weir, my nurse practitioner, with me from Dallas Plastic Surgery Institute. So, David, welcome. Yeah, thank you for having me. So, everybody talks about how they can look better, feel better, non-surgically. And so many times, it doesn't work. You know, it's kind of like those late night ads you watch and you go, you know, that, you know you're doing neck exercises, have your neck um, fat go away. It doesn't work. But we're going to tell you about real science and real technology that actually has an incredible improvement in improving facial wrinkling. And it's called Dermal microporing. Now, isn't that a mouthful? What What is dermal microporing? And before I I, I, I I talked about it with you, David, is that you know it's a this is actually some innovative technology that actually I have worked with this company in Boston for almost eight years, seven eight years, and they have been very innovative and persistent in giving you finally had a device that actually helps to tighten skin with minimal downtime and remove or refine wrinkles. And, and Citrellis is, is a great little company, and actually they're partially funding this podcast. So, But obviously we're very independent, and, and David, of course, has done 15 patients very recently, and he's going to share with us his knowledge and what he's learned about it, what works and doesn't work. So tell us, David, what is dermal microporing? It sounds like it's, it's going to be a hot item in, in Instagram. And maybe we can get Kim Kardashian to use it. You know? I, hey, I'll, I'll text her. I'll have to ask Dr. Gavami. Yeah, okay. <laughs> uh, yeah you know, I, uh, I have to laugh when you're talking about the Instagram ads of the crazy things people buy to do stuff. And I had a flashback. I had patients uh, texting me, forwarding me this Instagram ad to get a stronger jaw line. And it was like a ball that you chew on. And they're like, does this work? I, I promise you, I had like at least five <laughs> patients ask me. I was like, that looks terrible. Don't do that. Uh, was it bubble gum? Yeah, no, no, it was no. like a ball. It was okay. like, a, like a dog chew toy that you can oh lie God. down on oh over and over again. And I'm sure people in the yeah. audience have seen that ad before. Yeah. So I know if you stay um, up late enough. If you stay yeah, up you late, stay late enough. enough. Yeah. Yep, yep. Um, so yeah, we're talking about Cytrellis. Um, the procedure is called Elicor. It's a micro uh, right. coring device um, that actually uh, cores out or um, uh, punches out tiny little sections of skin. So and like the, less than a millimeter, right? Yeah, it's less than half a millimeter. Right. So it's amazing. It is. It, it is amazing. And um, it's I heard about it probably four or five years ago. And I think it was at cosmetic boot camp. Right. I heard about it. And I've been beating down Citrellis for years now to get this device. So um, we're privileged. I mean, we're one of two people in Texas that have right. it. There's less than 20 of these devices across the country. Right. And that's just because Citrellis really trusts us and trusts our knowledge and expertise in the field um, to play with their device post FDA approval and give them some honest feedback of what it can do, what it can't do, and how we can really push the limits with this new innovative right, technology. Right. And uh, I do happen to know, of course, you know, a couple of my good friends, Jay Austin, who's at Harvard, Mass General, and he's one of the developers. And, it, you know, it's an innovative technology. We'll, we'll show you how it works. Yeah. Um, so this is a, a device handpiece right here. Um, this uh, handpiece hooks up to a much larger machine that's at my office because I don't want to bring, uh, try to get it in my car. Um, but it has three tiny needles and it Kind of like a sewing machine effect. right and we'll go in and core out in a in a pattern that we select based on the patient's goals and what the patient can handle we can remove up to eight percent of the surface area of skin at one treatment so the evolution of skin tightening 
Um, wow, that's a long story. I'll talk. I'll talk technology-wise. <laughs> yeah. um, you know, so for the longest time, we uh, we've tried to tighten skin by using neocollagenases, creating right. new collagen. Right. right. So that's where we have like our thermage, and um, that uh, tightens the skin from right. the inside out using sano. Right. Then we then we uh, started trying to do it with lasers. You know, fractionated laser. We burn tiny little holes in the skin. The skin heals up, gives moderate, you know, slight tightening of the skin. Right. Then we came out with radio frequency. So radio frequency really pushed the envelope because with microneedling, right. with Morpheus, can, yeah, with Morpheus, you can go underneath the skin itself and cause the tightening from the inside out. Where before we were really limited because if we put too much energy into the superficial surfaces or the top layers right. of skin, we would burn somebody. Right. And uh, no one wants to get you know go in for tightening skin and get a third degree burn. That'd be terrible. Um, so we're limited. And then came radio frequency microneedling. It does tighten, but it doesn't remove skin. And you know, as a plastic surgeon, you can only tighten so much before you have to excise or cut out skin. Exactly. That's so this why is women kind of a yeah. micro ability to tighten, but also removing small amounts of skin. Small amounts of skin, yeah. So again, you can- Non-surgically. Non-surgically, really? this is done in the office. Um, and it's nothing to be scared of because we sh uh, I do some injections in the uh, treatment area. So once the injections happen, you don't feel anything. Right. And you, uh, you, you inject this area, the yeah, jawline? Typically and, from the cheekbone down to the upper part of the neck is, what, show the, yeah. Yeah, it, what, is what the FDA approval is for. Um, we've been pushing the envelope and that's why they gave us the device. So I am treating necks as well and getting some really favorable right. results. Yeah. Um, but I think uh, for uh, just for uh, you to see what it looks like, we're going to uh, go to a quick little animation that will show you what the device does. And how it does and how it works. And yeah, and how it works. With the small microporing mm -hmm. and really... Just so people understand, microporing, it's not like microneedling. What you're doing is this actually takes small amounts of skin out like a Singer sewing machine. Mm -hmm. And it actually almost sounds like it, too. It does, yeah. And then you get a little petechial bleeding. But it's actually, and then when, when you get those removal of that skin, then actually normally what happens, it's, it's actually very smart. Then the skin contracts. And then with that, you get tightening, but also the wrinkle of reduction. So it's actually brilliant. Because there's been other devices where it's a bigger, bigger uh, amount, like it's a millimeter or two, mm -hmm. and then you get get scarring. So you get, you know, it's between scarring, and recovery and result. Mm -hmm. And I think Elacor, you know, with uh, Cytrellos has actually really come to a, a really finesse uh, endpoint there, where it really works. In fact, they just have their first abstract that's going to be published in PRS Global Open. Mm -hmm. on this uh, called dermal microporing for treatment of moderate to severe facial wrinkles. It's kind of mm -hmm. the, their pivotal study. So, I you know, kudos to them. So, so David, okay, so you've had 15 patients. Mm -hmm. And tell us about that. Tell, how did that, how did they do it? Yeah, they did uh, excellent. Um, you know, the healing time is, I found, very variable. Um, I have um, one of my very first patients, uh, that I treated had a vitamin K deficiency. So um, <laughs> she had a little bit more of an extensive healing time because there was a lot of bleeding and bruising associated mm -hmm. with the procedure. Um, you need vitamin K. You need vitamin K to stop bleeding. Stop so. bleeding. <laughs> and, I didn't, uh, and she didn't list it in her medical history either. So I was like, you are, did you drink Was that, was that the patient we did together? Yeah, yeah, the oh, yeah, one we she, did together. She did have a little yeah, bruising. Yeah, and I, I was like, did you take fish oil or aspirin? She's like, no, 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 no. And then um, I saw her for a subsequent treatment and I was like, out of all the patients oh. that I've done, you bleed 
the most. And I said, are you sure you're not drinking like before you come in here? And she said, oh yeah, I have a vitamin K deficiency. I'm like, well, you didn't put that in your health history. Yeah. <laughs> so, but I mean, see, she recovered. It took her about uh, five to seven days to completely Fa- recover. Fabulous result. But fabulous Fa- results. Fabulous and I think result. they'll cut to a yep. picture of her yep. before and after for her first treatment. Yep. Now yep. she's since come in for a subsequent treatment. So, so tell me, okay, if I'm the patient, so what? What do you what do you tell them? How, is, how long does it take? Mm-hmm. The discomfort? How many treatments? Yep. And when do you see the final? Yeah. Um, so I, as far as how long does it take, I set the appointments for two hours, um, and that's just because I like some wiggle room to make yeah. sure that I can be very thorough. The first half of it is all numbing. The procedure itself maybe takes thirty minutes to do the lower face and the upper part of the neck. Um, how long does it take to heal? very variable to the patient's lifestyle. Um, and that's just because I, like my first patient who's an active bleeder took longer to heal. I had a um, more mature patient in her sixties that came in that I did her treatment. And by 48 hours later, you couldn't even notice that she had anything done. Now she walks five to eight miles a day and she's vegan. So, I mean, really? Yeah. So she, I mean, thin skin, thick skin, thin skin. Really? I was, I was, I was was telling her it would take about seven days and she sent me pictures two days afterwards. And I was like, hardly looked like I did anything. Um, now as far as the number of treatments, again, it's variable. If I could predict anything that we do and how many treatments you need, I would probably play the lottery more often. Okay. Um, so I, I don't know. I don't know how many treatments now. In the study, they did three. Right. And at three treatments for uh, moderate to severe wrinkling, there was uh, statistically uh, statistically proven results as far as um, reducing the amount of how far apart. Um, typically about four weeks apart. Right. Okay. We want the skin, give the skin some right. time to um, heal. Yeah. Um, now there's no harm in waiting a little bit longer. Right. Um, I wouldn't recommend going in shorter intervals though. Right. Cause uh, no one dealing is 42 yeah. to 60 days. And, that makes sense. Yeah. And one of the things I tell patients is I say, I, I don't know, like I, we've had this discussion. I don't sell packages cause I don't know. Like, I don't know if you need three treatments. I, honestly, I don't. And, um, I found in anything that I do, some patients just get better results faster and some patients require more treatment. So I say, let's do one, wait four to six weeks, come back in, look at your photos, see how much improvement that we've gained from the treatment. And if we think, wow, that looks good, but we can do better, then we'll do another treatment. And I approach it every single time. So I have some patients in my head that I think will probably need four or five treatments, but. And so tell us, just break that down on mm-hmm. 15. Yeah. Break it down on, so which ones do you think will need a few more treatments, which ones won't? and. Which, yeah. And who's the ideal candidate? Yeah. Uh, well, I, just in anything that we do in aesthetics, typically younger, healthier candidates respond better to everything. Right. Okay. Um, so I, I would do fine with that. A hundred percent. Yeah. <laughs> One treatment and done. You'd be perfect. Uh, but I, I find that in younger, healthier patients. Now, it also, we have to align the number of treatments with your expectation. Right. Okay. Because I've had patients come in and I think they would get good improvement with it. But they want surgery. They but want... they want a surgical result. They yeah. want, you know, 70, 80% improvement. I'm like, well, you have to go see Dr. Rourke for yeah. that because I can't get close to it with something non-invasive. You right. know? And it depends on their their skin laxity. So I think this is ideal for women. You know, I, um, I've i learned that, you know, women between 45 to 55 is like pedal to the metal aging. That's the fastest part in their right. life that they right. age. And that's that perimenopausal, hormonal shifting, all that fun stuff. All the sun damage from the 20s is starting to show at that time. Right. And that's why, you know, average facelift for a woman is what, like 55 50, 55, and yeah. it's the best time to do it. Yeah. Best result, yeah. lasts longer, looks better. Yeah, so I find that people, women that are in that kind of age range do really well with it, you know, just yep. because they're, they're just now experiencing that skin laxity. So we're just kind of tightening up a little bit. Um, the other patient that I see this fitting really well in is those patients that um, have had a facelift 
and you know, five, 10 years down the road, they're starting to just yeah. get a little bit of skin laxity and they just want to kind of tune things up. You know, that's an right. excellent patient for it. Um, but if you come in and you're sitting in my office and I, I'm looking at you and you need a face and neck lift, I'm going to tell you, you need a face or neck lift. Exactly. Like I, I can't, you know, your expectations do not align with what I can do non-invasively. Non, uh, right, and plus you want a happy patient with a good outcome yeah, based yeah. upon what you tell yeah. them to expect. Oh, 100%. Yeah. And I tell, we'll show you some examples, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, so they'll cut to some um, examples before and afters of what the study looks like uh, in the publication, um, what was published in the study, uh, as well as some of my own before and afters. So you can see uh, what to expect from a, a one to two to three treatments. So David, what, so, what do you tell your patients? Okay, so, hey, you do them two, three times, and then, so what is the downside? I mean, uh, in your experience, the average recovery is three to five days. Three to five days is average, yeah. Um, because there's some areas of the face that have a higher propensity to bruise. That's gonna be where some of the, you know, um, bigger arteries are, you know, transverse facial, right. facial artery, mental artery, stuff like that, that you might get a bruise. And the bruising journey is independent to the patient. You know, everyone bruises sure. and heals differently. Now, as far as the little cores that we create, um, they're closed by about day three. So for the first three days, no makeup, no nothing. We'll get you a cleanser that I want you to use, uh, a little bit of water, um, some uh, skincare products that are safe to use on open wounds. Um, and then after day three, you can really return to whatever you want. You can right. wear makeup, you could do your normal skincare routine, whatever. But those first three days, I think are the most important and probably the, the biggest part of the recovery. Now, in the realm of aesthetics, like if you don't care, like if you don't care, if someone says, what did you have done? You can have it done and go to work the next day, you know, but you will have tiny little dots and yeah. you'll see it in those pictures. Right. You know, all these tiny little micro cores that are evident. Right. If you don't want anybody to know, then I would probably say have it done on a Thursday or Friday. And then by Monday, you can wear makeup and go back to the office. Mm -hmm. Good. And then how about males? Have you I have. I've treated males? a couple males. Have yeah. you, and is it so far really good? Um, males, by and large, aren't as good at patients, right? Yeah. We're not. Right? Yeah. No, they're typically. Um, <laughs> Includes to, us, you know. How to, I think I think everyone in the audience might have heard the term "man flu." Like men don't really do well with <laughs> procedures or sickness yes. or anything like that. Um, you know, I've had a couple guys that I've done it on, um, and again, once you do um, the numbing uh, solution, they don't fill the treatment. Um, everyone likens it to like a, a pretty good sunburn for about two Re days. Really? Yeah, just so the skin's a little irritated and okay. filling. Uh, but no one, I've never, I haven't had a single patient that's called me and said, hey, I should, can I take Tylenol or anything like that? Like, I've, really? I've, yeah, so there's, there's no post-treatment pain control whatsoever. Yeah, well, that's that's remarkable because when you look at it, you go, oh, that may hurt. But, yeah. but again, you use dummy. <laughs> yeah. yeah, You know, the procedure itself, you said, takes about an hour. Well, the, the treatment time is about 30 minutes, 30 but minutes. you're in my office for about 90 minutes to two hours from start to finish. Right, yeah, because you have to do the numbing and all those. Yeah, and you get photos and sign consents, and um, right. it, it's a process. Yeah. So tell me, and I know you've done 15 patients. So, like, what about the future? Like, in uh, I know in the study, how they were followed for up to a year. Up to a year, yeah. yeah. And then, um, so what? A, you know, they they actually they look really good in mm -hmm. the study. I'm, yeah. I, I was I must say it's remarkable. Yeah. You know, as a surgeon to say that, I'm going. That's pretty unbelievable. Yeah. You know, I think the ultimate goal for me um, is to give surgery results without having surgery. <laughs> <laughs> it's to put you oh, out of a put, job. Put me out of really, a business. Yeah, I mean, I think, I think. But that's the ultimate goal in no, everything that I, we do. It's like to make I, it the least invasive with the maximum results. Right. You know, and, and I think, you know, 
we'd love to say that, you know, eventually facelifts won't have to be needed yeah. because if you can tighten the skin, remove the wrinkles and fill it, you know, with your own fat or fillers, then you've got it. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, I, I think it'd be great. Yeah, no, I, sign me up. Yeah, the re, the results are. I mean, they speak for themselves. It's, yeah. it's 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 a it's a tremendous new device, a new innovative technology. It's tightening skin like we've never done before. Well, okay, what about the complications? I mean, okay. have you had some potential downside and complications? And I have not, but I'm also well educated and I understand the anatomy of what's yeah. happening underneath right. the skin. Um, I would not go to somebody who is not well-breasted and or at least well-read in facial nerve anatomy facial nerve anatomy facial artery anatomy um now the the two biggest complications that can happen um would be um scarring right. obviously you know if someone naturally is a scar or they have a history of keloid scarring but it was not like even that, an issue it, yeah yeah that you know that that could be a potential yeah. issue that you have to as a clinician you have to be able to discern um the other thing is you know nerve palsy you know right. if you go too deep in the wrong area and you hit a nerve, um, you yep. can get some neuropraxia, which neuropraxia for anybody that's not in medicine is basically just an injury of the nerve. So you can get some numbness or tingling or even weakness in that area of the face. Um, now in the study, anybody that did get neuropraxia, it did resolve, right. um, but it's just some, it could be a side effect. Um, so you have to, you know, really know your provider's credentials and their education and know and make right. sure that they understand the underlying anatomy of what's happening so you can avoid those potential complications. Right. So you've been doing some on-label on the upper face mm -hmm. and lower face and now tell us about your off-label use in the neck. Yeah, yeah. So um, I've gotten some and uh, you'll see one of my own before and afters uh, that we did lower face, upper neck and it was tremendous as far as tightening at that really neck. in so, the neck so you went neck, on the like, jawline yeah so i went below the jawline um i try to stay away from the the actual jaw bone per se right uh, just because your uh, marginal mandibular nerve runs around there and you don't want to hit that guy um so i try to stay above it or below it um but you can get some some significant tightening in the neck and it's good for someone who has like up to moderate neck laxity if they have severe neck neck laxity if i look at yeah. them like you need a facelift like yeah i'm gonna send them to you because I'm, right. i can't do it you I know? Can't. i'm not gonna make you waste your money on something right. that's not gonna give you that's, a great result right and then i think that's that's the key you know go to a provider that's going to be honest with you and say we can get it improved 20 30 50 percent mm -hmm. and then make it happen so so where do you think this technology is heading next mm -hmm. i mean i think it's exciting new mm -hmm. new technology that's it's it looks like a game changer. Yeah, it is a game changer. And you know, again, we're being able being able to excise skin or take skin out without causing scarring is amazing. Key. Now, I think we will um, the future of it and things that I'm starting to tinker with already is going to be scar revision. Um, this is going to be on scarring uh, for maybe like a tummy tuck or an arm lift or a thigh lift or something like that. You mean for truly hypertrophic scars? For truly hypertrophic scars and, and because basically scarring as we know is just disorganized collagen. Right. So if we can go in and break down and cause the uh, inflammatory response in that disorganized collagen and remove some of it at the same time, Theoretically, your body should replace it with non-disorganized collagen, okay? Yeah. To improve the appearance of the scar. Now, will you be able to get rid of it? No. But we can always make it look better. Yeah. And I think that's um, one envelope that we'll be pushing in our office is playing right. with scars. Um, not, not Maybe not even surgery scars, you know, atrophic acne scars or, you know, cystic acne scars or even um, uh, non-traumatic scarring from like a cut or something like that. Right. Fooling Mother Nature mm -hmm. to actually help homogenize the skin. Yeah. So the interface, now that, that's a yeah. great idea. Yeah. And I think, you know, I think... You know, that's the great thing with technology is that it always 
helps you leap to the next mm -hmm. to the next echelon of, of undiscovered or things that are not solved problems. Yep. And I think that's really important. So I think the take home message here is, you know, know before you go, when you're looking for new and innovative technology, you know, you got to leapfrog through Instagram and TikTok and find a practitioner that truly has done it a lot that you trust, that will be honest, that will actually tell you what it can do and more importantly, what it can't do. And I think there's no such thing as a miracle, okay? Because, you know, if it sounds too good to be true, it's probably not. <laughs> and yet you'll see it on Instagram. So know before you go, give us your comments and questions and see what, if you have any questions for David or myself about this amazing new technology by Citralis, uh, call us and we'll certainly keep you updated on uh, all of these new innovations in, in non-surgical wrinkle removal reduction and skin tightening. And thanks again for joining us on Roric Knows and helping you become a more educated you in seeking out how you can help yourself in the anti-aging process. Thank you again, David. Perfect. Thank you. Yeah.